Welcome back to to the table. What's going on, John? Kenny, how you doing? Did you go to a strip club again yet? Nope. Uh, I, I don't think I ever need to go to a strip club again. I think you should go again. I think one and done is enough. Yeah, do it twice. Just one and done so. You got, you got to do it twice because maybe the first time is shitty. You got to do it again. One and done so. Right. Episode 10, an absolute banger for everybody. Oh, bro. Oh, man. Jesus. We are going to have a legendary, a heroic conversation with Small Boss, the Don. Bro. This I'm man, excited for this. This man went to my high school and started his music career when he was seven years old. Started just spitting bars. What were you doing when you were seven years old, Kenny? Uh, Nothing? Pretty much, yeah. I think it was, yeah. I didn't even play in baseball yet. I was doing shit. Yeah. I was bowling. And bowling doesn't count because yeah. bowling's fucking I really don't know dumb. When I was seven. I was probably playing like with yourself. Yeah, no, no, no. That's a little young, bro. I was probably playing PS2, like in my room or some shit. Yeah, I well, was doing shit when I was seven. Small I boss, I wasn't rapping. When I was small seven, boss yeah. already knew what he wanted to do, and he started young so that he could become great quickly. And he has some bangers out, bro. Absolute heaters. So again. If you missed last week's episode, um, I played his newest song from July of last year, I've Been Told. I'll play it right now for you. Such a fucking heater, dude. Oh, it's such a banger. we don't get uh, copyrighted for that and small boss uh, please don't sue us don't sue we us we have nothing we didn't steal it from you we just played it we have uh, we can give you these mics that's about all we're worth at this point we didn't steal anything we just played it we're, um, we're promoting it <laughs> no free ads but for small boss for small boss we'll do for small ads. boss just free ads. <laughs> make an exception um, make an exception if you are around the Brooklyn area then next month, the fifteenth, like February fifteenth, he weeks will, from now. yeah, weeks from now. yeah, he will be performing at uh, Caffeine Underground. Doors open at seven p.m. He also has merch coming out this Sunday. Um, Excited for that! You know, this conversation is a great conversation. I really enjoyed it. It's fantastic. Um, probably one of the best conversations we've had so far. Top three. Up up there with Thrilla. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. I love the, 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 the conversation with Thrill. The woman licking his finger. Oh, boy. That was a great <laughs> That was hilarious, bro. <laughs> you got to get there. You got to talk to that guy. Thrill's got to come back on. Thrill will come back on soon. Phil Heckin's coming back on soon. That's going to be a we'll fucking on soon. conversation. Um, man, uh, just there's nothing else to say. Right, real quick. Patriots or Rams? Is that even a question? Come on. You really think I'm going to bet against the Patriots in the Super Bowl? Yeah. Come on. Patriots by a million. Come on. Patriots by a million. 
come on. It's a, we don't have to ask the question. All right, here's the conversation. Enjoy it. We'll catch you guys on the flip side. Welcome to the show. A musician. Kenny, have we had a musician on before? We have not. We have not. This is a first. You're not a musician, so we're not counting you as a musician. A f- this, is, this is a legit musician. This is a legit musician. An this is a new friend of the show. He is performing at Caffeine Underground on February 15th, and he is a big-time East Coast guy. Primetime guy. Small boss to Don. How you doing? I'm doing good, guys. How are you? We're hanging in there. Quick, awesome. I love it. Quickly, before we get into your music, who you got a prediction this weekend for Super Bowl? Mm, I don't know if I have a prediction. It's not like uh, either of my team. I guess I'm going to go with uh, the Patriots. Good man. Good man. That's the right move. Neither of us are Patriots fans, but we both are uh, picking the Patriots. You can't, can't bet against Patriots. Tom Brady or can't Bill Belichick. Absolutely. That's what I was going to say, man. You got to go with Tom Brady, right? Put my bank account on the Patriots this weekend, so they better fucking win. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> so, how long have you been uh, in the music game? I remember uh, that in high school you had put out one of my favorite songs by you, uh, Celebrate It. For, oh, good looks, man. For Matt. and uh, Yeah, man. And how long have you been doing this? Well, I really I started rapping, man, and uh, when I was seven years old in elementary school. Uh, so I, I remember like uh, during like recess and stuff, I would be freestyling with my friends. Like I don't know, I remember one time I think I went for like ten minutes, and I was like, "Wow, this is crazy." It was probably garbage, but at seven years old, I was you know just hyped to yeah. have done anything at all, you know? Yeah. Jesus Christ! So you've been doing this for like. Almost twenty years now, right? Close to yeah, it? man. It's been like seventeen years. Um, Jesus, which is kind of crazy. So think about like uh, doing something for that long, but then at the same time, I mean, you think about like a lot of people that do things at like a really high caliber, and it's pretty much the same thing, you know. Like Tiger Woods, what started playing golf when he was like an infant. I don't even know. Yeah, hundred oh, yeah, percent. Have you ever gotten uh, since you've been doing it for like seventeen years? Have you ever like had like a time where like you've gotten tired of it and you're like nah fuck this or you just like always loved it obviously you love music because you're doing this but that's a great question um so there's only honestly been one year ever in the 17 years where i wasn't a hundred percent focused on rapping and that was like between the uh the sixth and seventh grade pretty much i went into sixth grade and some kid told me that i sucked at rapping and then i was like oh I'm not gonna be a rapper anymore. But then, like, towards the end of seventh grade, I was just like, "Yo, fuck that, man!" I'm, oh, can I curse, guys? Oh yeah, yeah, you can. No worries. Yeah. Uh, cool. Yeah. So I was like, "Fuck that." <laughs> I was like, "Fuck, fuck that." Like, and then I just started writing like one song. I remember I wrote one song. Like, that's kind of how I got back into. It. I, I took one song and wrote that song like over and over again for a whole year. Like, I wouldn't write anything else. So I just go back and like, ah, oh, rewrite it, rewrite it, rewrite it, and then. uh I don't know, it just kind of started to come together towards, like, the beginning of ninth grade, uh, you know? Jesus Christ. So now, at this point, you can go back to that kid, you can find him, and you can tell him to go fuck himself, because look at you now, bro. Performing fucking <laughs> shit, dropping albums. Fuck yeah, album. man, I mean, honestly, I think that, like, that shit was lit, though. Like, that, everything, like, when I think about my life, bro, like, and I think about, like, in general there's not much that I would want to go back and change because like everything that you think might suck in the moment, it really builds you up. Like when I look back, I was like, damn, what if he never did that? And then like, yep. you don't, I don't know. You don't push yourself as much as you do because exactly. you've had those people say those things to you. Yep. No, that's exactly right. And then like, then you look back and it's been 17 years and then, you know, it's kind of just like a trip. Like, damn. Do you write down everything? Are you a guy that brings pen and paper with you everywhere you go? And then, like, so any, like anytime something comes in your mind, you're like, got to write it down? So it used to be like that when I was, like, younger, and especially before the, like, the development of, like, cell phones and stuff. I used to just have a notebook, and I, like, I had so many notebooks when I was a kid just filled with rhymes front to back. But, I mean, when I got a little bit older and, like, around the BlackBerry era, I started writing my songs on, the, on the, my BlackBerry and that went to the iPhone, so I do write everything typically on like a computer or an iPhone these days, but I do write a lot of stuff down, but these days, writing is kind of slow for me, so I really just like to like 
it's it's like freestyling, but almost like, you know, I would say like a couple lines. Yeah. Come so back, have, say yeah. another couple. So you have a couple lines, and then you kind of just fill in the gaps with like whatever's whatever's on your head, whatever's on the dome right now. Exactly, because it's it sometimes it takes so much longer. If I do write a song these days, and I don't just like step up to the mic and do it that way, I pretty much write the whole thing in my head and then write it down after. Okay, gotcha. I like that. Gotcha. Yeah. Do you have? Do you still have those old notebooks? I do have like a, a good amount of like little papers and notebooks and just like raps from like when I was really young and stuff. I look at them sometimes. I'm like, wow, this is really bad. But <laughs> <laughs> it's the grassroots, you know? man. That's where it's all built that's from. Where, that's where it came from. Hell no, yeah, dude, it's cool. It is cool because like you could see uh, there were some concepts, you know, that I did understand, which is cool to see. Like, oh, okay, I did pick up on like certain things but like i remember bro like when i was first starting out i wasn't writing verses i was writing pages i just write from the top of the page to the bottom of the page you know i just wouldn't stop so i didn't really understand the concept of verses and counting bars and things like that until i got a lot older yeah, yeah. did you ever did like you ever take like a like a music class or did you like kind of teach yourself or did you just listen to like a shit ton of music and like learn from other artists and rappers yeah that's exactly what i did so i never like had any kind of classes or anything i remember like even in high school being super resistant and almost to my detriment um back then not so much now because i did end up learning everything but uh just like not wanting to really take any music classes um i did take a few uh vocal classes later on and that was really helpful but uh for the most part no like between eighth grade like i said when i was really getting serious into like i'm gonna come back when i decided to come back i was like that's it i'm I'm never backing up off. If I do this, I'm doing it. So then uh, at that point, I pretty much went back to like the beginning of hip hop. Like, you know, the Sugar Hill Gang. Oh, uh, way back. Yep. Like all the way back and, and then kind of went all the way to the present. And during that time, it was like 2008. So like, to be honest, not everything coming out at that time, if you remember, was really my style. So it was cool for me to go back to like the gangster rap era. And I kind of lived there for a few years like shut off from the outside music world yeah if you had to relate um you had to like relate yourself to someone or whoever in like the rap game or the music game now who would you say like Ooh. you're most similar to or like where you're like you got like your style or your flow from or you just like your own person i really feel like i'm my own person these days like uh who i aspire like who inspires me the most is, is definitely jay-z is my favorite rapper um just being from new york and just like I think that he's te he's like technically one of the best rappers and actually the ability to keep going like 13 albums 14 albums in yeah, and fuck. have number ones and keep writing hits to me is like amazing because it just it just kind of like shows me like hey man you could keep going you could be rapping at at 45 you could be rapping at 50 you know yep. feels like the guy never fucking runs out of music <laughs> dude he always has something in his all the time pocket. that guy Straight never bangers. runs out of music straight Sorry. bangers yeah it's like Lil Wayne almost. Yeah. Do you... Or no, exactly. Is all your inspiration coming from, uh, for musically, is it coming from rap or do you listen to other music too, other genres and be like, oh, wow, this thing that they're yeah. doing here is pretty cool. I can incorporate that. So, yeah, I, I, lo I love R&B. Um, you know, I, I guess, like, I do listen to some more, like, soul, pop music. I like, uh, you know, some, like, older older artists from back in the day you know i'm a big elvis fan um johnny cash i like a lot uh i feel like i have a few friends who are like musicians or producers or rappers and stuff and i feel like 95 percent of them say like they listen and they're like inspired by johnny cash he's just a i guess a yeah. great figure in in music yeah. and just like uh he kind of in his era really ruffled a lot of feathers i think that that's inspiring to a lot of artists that are trying to like break the mold for themselves um yeah for sure i just feel like that's like the common like a common denominator to a lot of people like because i've heard yeah, that. i've I heard a lot of people say that and i'm like damn i'm like a lot of people he's definitely he's a, he's a legend yeah. i mean it makes sense sure. it makes sense yeah absolutely i got i got a random question what's your favorite yeah, go for uh, it. what's your favorite snapple flavor Oh, my favorite This is for both of you, flavor. actually. I don't know, Johnny. This is for both of you. I like half and half. Yeah, half and half, half is half definitely half. my favorite. All right. Uh, yeah, man. Big raspberry guy. Raspberry's underrated. Yeah. No. Raspberry's yeah. underrated. <laughs> I like the peach also. Peach is oh, peach, fire. Peach is pretty good. Fire. 
Um, do you think a hot dog is a sandwich or not? Oh, God. Do I think about what? A hot, hot dog, dog is, a is a sandwich or no? Oh, man. No, I don't think so. Fuck. Uh, I mean, that's my man. Damn it. I don't know what I would consider that. Just a hot dog. It's a separate thing. Yeah, me and Kenny have been having this debate for uh, months on uh, our podcast and asking everybody and... There's more. Mm. There's more agreeing with me and you than than with Kenny. So, but have you ever took like cold cuts and put it on a hot dog bun because you ran out of like regular bread? Not. Fuck. Nope. <laughs> just, just me. Usually broke no. Broke boy problems. Broke boy problems. Jeez. No, I feel you. I could. I guess I could. Yeah. I could. Nah, then, that would that happening. be a sandwich then? That would be a sandwich. Put cold cuts on a hot dog bun. Sandwich. I'm not doing that. If you have I don't food. know if I would say that's a sandwich though. It might be like a a snack. Yeah, it's a hybrid, man. Tony, get the fuck out of here, bro. It's not a hot dog, obviously. It's a snack. Oh, God. Jeez. All right. Uh, God damn it. We just, our show is mainly rambling and just asking random ass questions. Whatever comes to the top of our head, we have no notes. We never have any notes. We're exactly like you. We got like a few ideas when we come in, but most of the time it's just like whatever pops up into our head and we just like roll. Oh, hell yeah. I I focus your podcast to the table, guys. I've been listening to a bunch of your episodes, man. I think everybody should go check you out. I think what Apple Apple Podcast. Yeah, it's on everything. On. Spotify, uh, Sound, uh, not SoundCloud. What is? SoundCloud. I don't know. There's a bunch of them. It's on. The you heard it, guys. Go listen to it. <laughs> I mean, uh, if you're listening to this, you're already listening to it. I guess. <laughs> um. So how you did a show last month? Uh, that I yeah, wanted man. to get to, but I didn't. I wasn't able to. Uh, how was it? How'd it go? Oh man, it was really a freaking awesome time. I mean, I wish you guys could have came. Definitely trying to come out to. Uh, the one in February, or I mean, we're gonna announce a bunch more this year. Uh, Small boss of Don coming to a city near you sometime soon in 2019. But no, that show in the Delancey was awesome. We really wrecked it. Shout out to my DJ, DJ Bezo. Um, it was a great time, man. Great turnout. Thanks to everyone who came out. Uh, we played a lot of new music. Great response. How I long mean, was this, How videos. long was the set list? Oh, the set was 45 minutes. We did uh, 12 songs. Nice. Any yeah. any new songs, unreleased songs that you performed? Oh yeah, there's a bunch. If you guys want to come out to the show, man, there's a bunch of new uh, material we're performing. A uh, bunch of new music coming out also in 2019. So excited I'm for that. Have to come through. You got an album uh, coming out this year? Yeah, hopefully I got more than one coming. Uh, you got a release date on uh, on that yet? Or not? I don't have a date All for right. you guys right now. Right. Um, but I know we're looking to put uh, some new music out very soon. Uh, and just start kind of rolling things out, but I, you know, I want to make sure that everything is in position before we uh, start uh, right. really talking about final uh, days and stuff like that. Yeah, you got to make sure everything's perfect. Exactly, exactly. You came out with uh, Small Boss EP. What was that last year? That was uh, actually it was going to be it's going to be a year exactly tomorrow. Uh, Damn. January thirty first, two thousand eighteen. The Small Boss EP came out. Um, Shout out to everybody who listened to that and uh, streamed that and bought that. Yeah, it was streamed like 400,000 times worldwide. Uh, 300,000 of those times were from me. <laughs> Thank you. I appreciate that. That's a lot of uh, dude, uh, that's a dedication, man. Dude, because Johnny t- uh, told me uh, maybe like a month ago or something. He's like, yeah, we're going to do an interview with Small Boss. And I was like, to be honest, I was like, who the f- I've never heard of you. I was like, who the fuck is Small Boss? And he played <laughs> one of your songs. He played I've Been Told. And I was like, bro, I was like, that song fucking slaps holy thank shit. you man thank it's like you. i appreciate when pe- like the people like come up to you or like like i guess the better question is like what song do you think is like your most popular or, like people like the most if that mm-hmm. makes sense i think that i've been told is really popular uh i know like uh too crazy uh, another song you That's guys can find it on spotify and apple music that uh, was people uh, really like that that was yeah. a couple years ago that was like three four years ago right yeah, that was back in 2015, and so there's a little bit of a backstory with that is that we rolled out the two singles, Too Crazy and um, Light It Up, and I actually had a full 10-song album done, um, but three songs got stolen from me literally two months before we were going to release, like, the fuck? Uh, to release the uh, album. They were stolen from me from a producer, um, so... <laughs> I really was scrambling to finish the album to get it back to where I wanted it to be. I recorded like six songs in one day, the day that they got stolen, and I was just trying to like yeah. fill the blanks. But it just didn't it didn't come together the way I wanted it to. So that album pretty much never came out. There's like seven seven songs that are just sitting there in iTunes in my personal computer. Don't hack me. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that, that are um, just kind of sitting there. 
but I kind of revamped that album and I, I think I kept like two or three of, of those of those old songs and made a whole another album so I mean it's just kind of like been a lot of that whole incident though like inspired like I made a whole mixtape we dropped that in a month that was six songs with Face Defeat mixtape I actually named it after the producer who stole the songs uh, from me so still fuck you savage, savage move all fucking I fucking love it absolutely and then I went and dropped three more mixtapes that year just to kind of like get myself in the zone um and then i 2017 i kind of backed off i was working on my uh on one of, on one of my albums which kind of grew into its own uh project which is going to be coming out very shortly and then uh yeah man we started dialing in i just went from that one straight into the next one we kind of just kept going you know so do you have uh since you're like on the rise i would say you're pretty popular at this point do you have like an agent? Are you on like are you like Black Tie Records? Or? Yeah, Black oh, Tie so Records. That's so that's oh, uh, okay. my company. Oh. We are an independent record label uh, based in New York City. Um, so we are making waves there, and I do have a great manager. I'm not gonna name any names because of uh, you know confidentiality things. <laughs> but shout out to my great manager. Um, and uh, yeah, th- I just think uh, things have been really kind of picking up. We are definitely, you know, uh, working with a lot of cool people uh, over the last 12 months and even beyond that. Uh, but it's been a, it's been a pretty cool uh, couple of uh, years uh, after to the two crazy thing kind of went down. You started uh, Black Tie Records back in when you were in high school, I believe, right? Yeah, we fa- so I founded it in 2011 and we incorporated it in 2013. So we are official corporation, uh, recognized uh, by the, you know federal government and whatnot but uh <laughs> yeah so we started in 2011 and 2013 incorporated haven't looked back since and uh we're looking at 2019 being our our big year man the first of many we're all in on that let me do you have Absolutely. um i don't i don't know if you do do you have like merch you have a merch line or you don't have you're not ah uh, so maybe i could say that but when does this podcast come out uh Sorry. When is I, I was planning on tomorrow morning, but if you want okay. me to release it later, I can release it later for you. No, nah, drop it want. tomorrow. Drop it tomorrow, <laughs> and then everyone listening, go to uh, go to therealblacktie dot com. That's t h e r e a l b l a c k t i e dot com this Sunday, and you can check out our new merch that's going to drop. I'm going to be all over that fucking website. Dude. What do we, what do we got dropping? Shit. We got t-shirts. We got hats. What do we got? We got some t-shirts. I think we might do some hats. Uh, you know, we're trying to do a limited run just to kind of get the staples out there, get our brand out there, and then we're going to do uh, smaller, like, capsule releases uh, throughout the year as things start to come out. Some, like some nice uh, sleeveless hoodies over the over the summer? Ooh, Ooh that could be cool, man. I got to look into that. I got to talk, uh, talk to our team about some stuff That's like that, move. yeah. Yeah, so we're big Pat McAfee fans. I don't know if you know him. He was a former punter for the Colts, and uh, he became a comedian and a internet uh, personality. And okay. uh, he he's all about the brand, which is uh, kickers, punters, and long snappers. And uh, nice. his his big thing is uh, sleeveless hoodies. So we both copped a sleeveless hoodie that has the for the brand okay. logo on it. And man, I love that thing. I need a sleeveless hoodie with the black tie records. All right, man. We're gonna make that. I'm gonna make that happen. Even if I just gotta make one uh, for each of you, just send it over there. I'll make that happen. That's uh, um, oh yeah. So I'm guess you got some exclusive gear. Back on the uh, your songs and stuff. What is your favorite song that you've ever made? Great question. I'll just maybe Ooh. maybe not the favorite song from your fans and the people that listen to you, but the one that you enjoyed most making. So that song is an incredible song. Um, and it's not released yet, uh, but I, w- I don't want to like uh, just leave it like cliffhanger. So I'll say my favorite song that's out right now for you guys to go and listen to today. Uh, I think it's I've been told honestly um, right now, uh, but I do also like if you guys have checked out uh, a ba- my a boss town mixtape that came out in 2016. Uh, the prologue, the intro song on that is like five minutes long. Um, and just went off on that, so I really do like that song as well. Where can we find your mixtapes? Yeah, you can find. I have like a bunch of mixtapes on SoundCloud. It's SoundCloud.com/slash/smallbossmc. That's uh, S-M-A-L-L-B-O-S-S-M-C uh, everywhere. And uh, 
Yeah, guys, enjoy. I got like 40, 40 something songs on there. I know what I'm doing for the rest of the fucking night. Let's listen to those <laughs> goddamn mixtapes because I know you had them. <laughs> yeah, I've listened to most of them because that's where originally um, the celebrate it when you had, I believe it was, uh, you had posted the link to your SoundCloud on Facebook back when yeah. you had originally uh, put that song out. So then I followed the SoundCloud and I've seen. Um, everything pop up throughout the years and I've always listened to it. I've always tried to support. Um, Damn, I appreciate that, man. That's that's really dope. And yeah, I want to say actually, like, just to touch back on that last question, like, Celebrated is a really important song for me. It's kind of old, so like, uh, it's like, I don't know if it's like up to par in, in other people's minds of what I'm doing these days, but like, to me, like, I'll never take that song off the internet yeah. in my opinion. Like, it has, you know a lot of, I mean? has a lot of meaning to you. It means a lot to you. Yeah, yeah, it does, and like, uh, like shout out to my boy Matt Hilton, shout out to all all of our boys, uh, you know. Um, but you know, I just think that keeping that song, keeping like, just keeping the the memory, like I think about like, I think about that a lot actually. Yeah, I listened to that song. I was telling Connor this earlier. I've probably listened to that song like two, three hundred times over the past oh, wow. eight years. Uh, you know, anytime something that Mineola happens or on the anniversary or uh yeah. you know when my senior year when uh frankie had passed away mm -hmm. um this year another kid on christmas eve yeah, passed christian, away christian melendez rest in peace to all you so know, like Trevigno, you i know. i go back and i listen to that song when anything like that happens at Mineola because you know it even though even though it's not the absolutely most polished song of yours you know, it, it hit home. Yeah. So I love that. Oh, no, yeah, definitely. I think that that line, like, Mustangs run together, for me, that's, like, still, like, that's, like, a part of me, almost, like, and, like, I, while we're here, I definitely want to just, like, continue that and just say, like, you know, rest in peace to Steve Clancy and Javier Gonzalez, also Jack Ramirez, and my brother Eric Baker also. Yeah, uh, all of them. And Big salute. And, and I knew most of those guys um, pretty well, too, and, and, you know, like, I'm right there with you. Mustangs run together forever. And as, and as you said in Celebrate It, you know, every time we're up there on that stage, every time we're out there on the field, every time, you know, we're in the courtroom or whatever, we're all together. And, exactly. you know, that hit home. And, and it's probably, it's, I've been told it's up there, but I think Celebrate's still going to be my all-time favorite from you. Damn, I, I do appreciate, I have a, a big appreciation for that just because, like, yeah, I do, I do feel you. I always will support uh, Mineola, the whole town, and just, like, uh, salute to everybody out there, you know, and uh, I keep that close to my heart, you know. Yeah. The funny thing is, uh, after Johnny showed me, um, I've been told for the first time, if even if you're like we weren't doing this interview and like I never knew you, I 99% sure I would have been like, damn, this guy's dope, and I would have like kept listening to your music and shit because I just think like what that. you're doing is like it's so good, like it's different. Get a lot of like rappers now who are like you know same flow and shit and like i listen to even just like a top five song on spotify like everything's like different it's not the same shit over and over again you know so i think like whatever yeah. you're doing just like fucking keep doing it dude you're doing a hell of a fucking job thank you man no, i appreciate that and i've been told honestly that's like a little uh you know also in my mind of really like a, a shout out to miniola as well but more like behind the scenes if you were a kid that grew up there then there's a lot of like little uh, Easter eggs in there that probably also would uh yeah you know nah, mean I, something hundred percent like there's a lot in there that like because uh, Kenny's from um, Sawanica School District and so he's pretty close but he's not a Mineola kid yeah and right. there's some things that like I caught on and like he never mentioned so I was like yeah you probably didn't catch that yeah I wouldn't yeah. <laughs> no exactly yeah. and that's like some that's something that I also think is like. I, but I think that that's what I'm trying to do is like keep it where what with uh what I know is at least at first and I'll, pretty much always I'll always keep it to like where I'm at but like I want it to be relatable so like you know there's probably a Sunoco in every town in Long Island but it might not have the same significance as the one right near Mineola High School yeah for us back in the day and I think that makes that makes the song a little bit better because you can incorporate like your own you know experiences and, like your own you know things into it so it's not just you know a song. You know, like yeah, dude, I never celebrated. You know, like it like means a lot. So you know, even like a song like I've been told, like you're saying, like there's little things in there, like you know, local people like you know are gonna pick up on, like that you put in there on purpose. 
Exactly. I'm never trying to just like completely front on the track and make it like unauthentic. I want to have a real vibe. Like at least like when you listen to it, you can connect with it. Like if you know what's going on, or even if you uh, like just have a, a relatable experience, that's not exactly like what I'm describing. I think that's what makes your music a lot different, which is what makes it a lot better than what's out now. I pre- I appreciate that, man. I really do. What do you, uh, or where do you get your most inspiration from? Are you mostly inspired mm. to write when you're sitting in the studio, when you're at home, when you're out um, with your boys? What, where's your most inspiration coming from? All my inspiration comes from God, first and foremost. But uh, I would say that, uh, I mean, dude, like, I'll rap anywhere, anytime. It doesn't matter. Like, I'll go to the studio and rap right there, get in the booth. But, I mean, I rap when I'm home all the time. But I'll... I mean, like, back in 2015, I could almost, not too crazy, maybe Light It Up was literally written in my car. Like, I used to just sit in my car before I I lived on my own. I used to just sit in my car for, like, eight hours a day and smoke weed and just write music in my car. Um, Damn. I do do smoke a lot of weed, too, and write them, but... That's fucking dedication. Shit. It's it's fun, man. It's just, like, you need to have, like, I would say, like, anyone that wants to go out and, and, like, do anything creative, write music, write a book write like anything or just like make a movie whatever like you just need to find your own space wherever that space is and then once you find that and you're and you learn how to be 100 percent comfortable in that space like uh for me like that is at home like at first but like once you learn that you could pretty much bring that space with you everywhere you go i love it man uh so sports teams are you all new york sports teams uh pretty yeah, pretty much. Uh, Brooklyn Nets. Uh, I'm a uh, New York Mets fan, New York Giants fan, uh, New York Rangers fan. Uh, yeah, man. I, I guess that. All New York. It's pretty much all New York. Yeah. Homegrown. Salute. Homegrown. Out a boy. Yes, sir. Favorite. Uh, you said your favorite rapper all time was Jay Z. Um, yes, sir. Is he your favorite musician of any kind of all time? Hmm, that's a great question. I mean, like I said, I really love Elvis and also Johnny Cash. Um, I also love like Marvin Gaye, dude. It's freaking dope. And then like, like R and B legends. Um, also like, you know, I, I I fuck with Michael Jackson. Just like Classic. pretty much like all great picks. Classic. Yeah, but like in hip hop sense, like and just like overall, like my lifestyle, like. I listen to Jay Z and Fifty Cent like the most of anyone. Like, and if if it's just a fun fact, like I have a really uh, Jay Z's in my lifetime volume one is my favorite Jay Z album. It's really not, I think, like a common thing for people to say. But I feel like all Jay Z's albums are like fucking good, dude. Like four four. Oh, they're fire. Like, like because that was like his his latest album, and we thought like, oh, he's gonna fall off. It's not gonna be that good. Up being like the I love that best album. album of the goddamn year, like it was, and he just like surprised everybody when he dropped it. Like it was so good. Like, oh, dude, yeah, I wasn't even surprised just because like I know like Jay Z. Like honestly, I was more surprised with Magna Carta at the fact that yeah. he went he went a little more pop leaning than I expected. Yeah. And I'm not even trying to like put him in that uh, position to say like oh it was bad, but at the same time, I think that Jay Z might even say like yeah. I think I should have stuck more. I don't know. Yeah, like you see different. how you see how he pivoted. He pivoted right back on four 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 to like to like his true roots. And honestly, even further, if you're familiar with Jay Z's catalog, then I think like four four four. He said on the Black album, uh, truthfully, I want to rhyme like common sense, but I did five mil and I ain't rap like common sense. Um, I think that like four 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 was like what he really wanted to do like for a long time. Yeah. Do you have any uh, guilty pleasure music that, like, you're in the car, you'll have it playing, you stop at a red light, oh, you turn hell it yeah, down? Oh, yeah, dude. What? Country, like, for me, music? bro, I'm a, 90s, I'm a 90s kid, like, <laughs> at heart. So, like, if you don't think that I've ever rocked out in my car alone to NSYNC, then you're just tripping. <laughs> oh, 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 they got bangers, though. Oh, heaters. heaters. Yeah, Justin Timberlake, bro. Like, I mean, like, the Man in the Wood album, I didn't, I didn't know about it, but, uh, but I still like NSYNC. Ni- so, like, 90s... Uh, 90s that pop music is is your guilty pleasure music yeah i could honestly say that like honestly like i love 90s music and i think that's like a it's like something that's like a feel that modern day music is missing some kind of part of that let me ask let me ask you a uh an interesting question and i don't know if you have 
you have or can have an opinion on this, but the new era or new class of rappers, if you will, I'm personally mm-hmm. not a fan. Mm-hmm. What do you think of people like, you know, like Lil Xan, like all these fucking people coming in, like rapping, quote unquote rapping? Honestly, and, like, yo, I like Lil Xan as a personality. Oh, as like, a personality, yeah. Like Pulse Malone personality, fucking funny ass dude. But like in terms of like their music, like everyone, I, I mean, like everyone's I, I like fighting like on each other and stuff. Not everyone, yeah. but like some people come in. I know. think there's definitely there's a lot of like uh, overlap with a lot yeah. of new artists, just because like I mean, and you got to think about that from a perspective, and and even like from an artist perspective, like I mean, like not me, I'm not really tempted, but I could see why people would be tempted to say like, hey, that's working for him, maybe that'll work for me. Like I'm just like really about being true to myself, but like, hey man, like sometimes like especially if you want to get that bag as fast as possible like i'm not gonna knock their hustle i do fuck with post malone i honestly don't know a lot of lil zam music but i do like his him as like a personality like a media personality um and honestly like some of the mumble rappers like oh, i hate to call them that but like i think they kind of owned it at this point um oh, like migos and like yeah and just like some of like yeah. the more like the you know like the lils and things like that dude like i think they get a bad rap because like some of their melodies bro are like super super dope and like even if you're not looking at like looking at for that as a rap fan like we should be able to put them in a in a sub genre and say like you guys can do this over like in in our culture but over in in this like realm that you've created for yourself because like they didn't it's not like they took the formula from jay-z and flipped it they didn't they just they kind of made their own yeah, yeah. Little pocket. Nah, yeah. I mean, I'm not a big rap fan. I am a music fan. I love all music. Um, okay. And you know, you look at my you look at my iTunes. You'll see country. You'll see Broadway. Fucking everything. You'll okay. See, oh my You'll God. see folk music. You'll see opera. You'll literally see everything. You'll get. So I'm not big on like trying to find new things. Like whatever, hmm. whatever pops up. That's what I listen to. And like I love it all. Um, I'm not yeah, a big man. fan of the mumble type rap, and uh, just because like I like to sing along to the song or rap along to the song. <laughs> so like like your stuff is stuff that I can, even though I I do it poorly, I can sing along to it or <laughs> rap along. To well, it. that's what I love to do. I love to sing along too, man. That's like something for me when I was a kid. I love that. But I think like the mumble rap, and that's like what we're calling it, um, like. I can kind of sometimes sing along to it, but at the same time, like it has a great time and place. Like if you have a bunch of girls over your crib oh, hell yeah. and you guys are drinking, bro, oh, like, yeah. and you got to play some Playboy Cardi or something to turn hell up, yeah. like, you know, and I'm not even, I'm all for that because like, it's the same thing. Like, and I, and I love Nas, but like, unless we go back to the nineties, I don't think like girls today are trying to sit there and, and listen to Illmatic before yeah. they turn up at the club. I'm not saying that they're yeah. not down to ever yeah. listen to Illmatic, but <laughs> from my experience, I love Illmatic, and a lot of the girls I've showed with are not usually down with me playing in the car for I too long. <laughs> well, how do you feel like... Uh, so I'm not a big radio guy because all the same... I feel like it's like fucking 10 songs that just get overplayed. <laughs> like, How do you feel about like the radio compared to like hmm. Spotify or like... Like would, you, like, would you like it if like your music was on there? Obviously you would, but like... I mean, I'm, yeah, I'm not gonna say I'm not gonna sit here and yeah. crucify the radio yeah. because, like, yeah, like Hot 97 and oh, Hot 1051. Oh, like, to sick. me, I listen to them. Like, I still like love their interviews, yeah. and I and I do think that they, I think, and I think that like Charlemagne, even Flex, they would tell you like Ebro, they would tell you like, yo, maybe they're not even listening to what they're playing, but they're playing it because that's what the country is. Yeah. is yeah. The people want to hear, and it's probably like you know you guys have been in a in a long car ride before with like a few people and like if it's like a few hours people might be like yo like the, everyone wants to be the dj everyone wants the aux cable everybody wants to play some shit people might not be trying to hear what you're trying to listen to so i think imagine doing that for 10 million people yeah facts. and but having like, to pick the song it's hard you know yeah, to like no, please yeah. everybody but like i've been so in you gotta go with like, like an hour before and I swear to God hot you'll hear the same song like three they played times, yeah. sicko mode three times in the same hour I was like oh yeah times. for sure I was like, well, that's like a lot of different things I'm not trying to no I know I'm just be a whistleblower yeah. in the industry but like you gotta look yeah. a little you gotta read between the lines yeah. there and see like hmm maybe there's a uh, some kind of uh 
yeah, yeah, other <laughs> something Tom yeah. being Greece or something. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like Sycamore's a great song. Don't get me wrong, but like after I hear it like for the fourth million time in a day, I'm like, all right, I don't want to listen to this anymore. Like, and it kind of like killed the song for me because like I like it, but like again, you just keep listening to it. I'm like, eh, you know, in such a short time span, I'm like, eh. You yeah, know? dude. I mean, I mean, I think like, look, like it's not like payola. I don't know if they're really exchanging money for play anymore, like cash in hand. But there's other things like, you know, like I think for a record label to say to a radio station, hey man, like play our our artist, and if it's like the biggest artist in the country, or like you know, we're not gonna come to your station to do interviews anymore. That's a lot of incentive yeah. for, for for these companies to just to keep the money flowing. You know what I mean? A hundred percent. Get a lot of insight. But that's why I think the internet, man, the internet, like, is where where everything lives and breathes, like, and in the future, I think that, like, traditional formats are really going to have a hard time competing uh, in, in a few years. I think that they're going to have to really adjust because, like, the Netflix model and these things that are, that are the streaming model, like, which revolutionized the industry that was, like, pretty much failing just a few years ago. You know, it's taking over everything. Like, nobody wants to wait. You don't want to sit in your car and have to wait three songs to listen to Sicko Mode. You want to go on Spotify and play it right now. Yeah, absolutely. 100%. All right, so a couple last questions. Um, For sure. If you're going to have a sandwich on a regular piece of bread, are you cutting it diagonally across, or are you cutting it straight across into, like, two rectangles? Mm, I'm a rectangle guy, but I do like the triangular. Like, if I go to a restaurant, I want to see the triangles. But yeah, yeah. triangle looks better. I like, triangle I like, look better. better. Yeah. yeah, I like the triangle. Yeah, um, I appreciate it, but when I'm at home, I'm probably just like, <laughs> yeah. yeah, fuck it, you know. Very serious question. This may affect our relationship. Um, <laughs> when you have cereal, do you put mm. the cereal in first or the milk in first? Oh, the cereal first. Man. Okay, 100%. thank God, because we might have just hung up on you if you said milk first. Uh, we would. I don't know how you put that. I've, I've heard that. Like, I think I've listened to your podcast. I heard you ask that before to someone. We, we have to ask everyone. Because if you put the I'm milk in first, I'm trying to figure out like, I'm trying to figure out how that even works. Unless, unless it's your second bowl of cereal, that's the only time it's acceptable. If you're, you but like, eat a bowl of cereal, if you filled your whole bowl with milk and then you put the cereal, wouldn't all the cereal just fall out? That's like, what I'm saying. Yeah. Or it, then it, it makes no sense. Yeah, there would be no milk <laughs> on the cereal. It'd be dry cereal. <laughs> it, it literally yeah. makes no sense. I don't understand. There are some people in the world, some stupid people in the world I that do that. That's why I gotta ask everyone. Unless you, unless like I would, I could be down with some like really fancy something. Like if I poured a little bit of milk, like put like a little bit on the bottom just to like make sure like it gets soaked in from with the milk. Yeah, bro, that could be cool. I, you know, I'm always about trying to, you know, go against the grain. So like I could get into something like that. I might have Johnny, to test that, that out. That might be the new fucking move. I never thought of that. Might before. have to test that out. You make a sandwich. Just like you know, you put like a cereal. small layer on the bottom. Just what do we like, call the sandwich the, though? That's a fucking maybe, maybe you, I don't <laughs> know if it would be a sandwich, bro. but but you could just like at least like you think like the cereal soaking it up from the bottom and yeah, the top. It's like I think you just you just change the entire cereal game forever. Honestly, I've never I've never I, fucking thought of that before. You guys heard it here first, and to the table. Yo, podcast. we gotta patent that. I swear to God, if a producer fucking steals that, I'm I'm going <laughs> ballistic. I'm gonna launch something. Dude, they're gonna have a commercial for Cheerios next week. It's gonna be like. <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> I've never thought of that. Damn. Um, what's your favorite drink of all time? Could be anything. Like, non-alcoholic, you mean, or like could either be beer, or? Could be soda. Could be water. Could okay, be yeah, like anything. dude, like actually, like water is like my number one drink that I drink and I would say to like everyone listening drink your fucking water man like our bodies are comprised of like 98% water so like if you're if you're out here just drinking Pepsi every day and just oh. Pepsi like you're just a savage like I don't know man but <laughs> if we want to talk about alcohol like Patron is my shit like if you see me in the club and you want to buy me a drink slide me over a shot of Patron or uh, any kind of tequila really and I'll pull up alright and then uh, you a Gatorade or Powerade Gatorade, man, come on. Gatorade. Who the fuck? Is, this is in 2006. We're saying Powerade <laughs> over Gatorade. Bro, I, I was talking to my uh, friend last week at Curling about it, and he was a Powerade guy. I was like, you're out of your fucking Powerade. mind. Powerade. Damn, yeah, but if Coca-Cola wants to pay me, I'll drink Powerade every day. <laughs> <laughs> Sponsorship. Come I mean, on, listen, if they're, if they're offering, I'm taking it. I'll say Yo, I got paid for a Coca-Cola freestyle machine right here in my crib. <laughs> <laughs> so hit me up. Hit me up. <laughs> Dude, I don't even know they sell Powerade anymore. I haven't fucking seen it. Yeah, one it's of the... thing? Yeah, one of the guys Jesus. came because I, I always bring a Gatorade when I go curling and then somebody walked in and had a Powerade I was like why the fuck are you drinking a Powerade 
And he's like, Powerade's so much better than no. Gatorade. I was like, you can go leave right now. That's I don't a ever need to see you again. right there. I don't know. It's crazy. <laughs> exactly. Well, well, what's your favorite Gatorade flavor? Oh, man. That's a great... I think I like the the blue, like the light blue. I don't know. The Glacier, light blue or the dark Glacier blue. Freeze? Yeah, but you know about that. You know about that other one they came out with like a couple years ago, like the bluish green one. Uh, is it like a mix flavor? I don't know what it's called. Like, you remember that commercial? They were like at the basketball court slamming the ice buckets. I don't know. I'm, I'm gonna Google it right I'm now. I'm all about that the, was my joint. I'm all about the original flavors: the lemon lime, the fruit punch, the cool blue, the yeah, orange. Dude. Those are cool those blue is obviously like that's my staple, but honestly, yellow too, like the lemon the lime. lemon lime. Like, yeah. you, you guys remember back in the day when they had the clear Gatorades? Yeah, yeah. that and shit the, was hard, man. And the G two, they had G two. G two was like some man. that was like some low calorie bullshit, Bro, man. Yeah, I want the so real gross. Gatorade, man. The G two tasted like fucking medicine. It was, was disgusting. disgusting. Are you talking yeah, about Arctic dude, Arctic Blitz? Yeah, dog. That the Arctic Blitz, bad. man. That you guys need to go try that. Yeah. If you haven't tried it, that shit will turn up. Yeah. You, you know, you mix some vodka in there, some oh, tequila or something. I only asked yeah. that question because Johnny said Cool Blue is better than Glacier Freeze, and I almost beat the shit out of him for it. Oh, Cool Blue is better than is Glacier Freeze is the dark blue one or no, what? No, Glacier is Freeze is, the, is like the lighter, lighter one. Cool, Glacier cool, cool Blue looks like Windows. Oh, Glacier. I think Free- that Cool, the the blue like the the frost blue or whatever is that like the light blue. The Glacier Freeze, yeah. There's two of them. So that, there's like a really light blue that's kind of like clearish blue, and, and then there's, there's a like, a, colored one. like a light blue. The solid. Oh, shit. There's there's those two blues, and then there's also and a then cool there's blue. a dark blue. Well, there's like a, like a whitish blue, a, like a light blue, and then a dark blue. So dark there's, blue is I the mean, worst. The dark, I don't know. The dark blue is, is pretty much a staple in my life Damn. since I was a child, <laughs> but... Uh, I would say, like, dude, like, if it's Gatorade and it's blue and it's not, like, that blue cherry shit, because, like, dude, don't be mixing cherry with my blue-flavored blue Gatorade. Yeah. They have that. It's, like, yeah. blue and it's cherry flavor. Like, it was, no, get it was that part of the mixed flavors. Oh, gotcha. But okay. Other than that, man, if it's blue and it's Gatorade, I'll drink it. I like it. Fair. <laughs> All right, we we really appreciate you coming on, taking the time out of your day to, to talk to Absolutely, us today. Absolutely, Thank you for, for having me. Got, um, a lot, got a lot of insight, got a lot of info. Make sure you go check out um, his website for merch on this Sunday. Absolutely. You can check me out. At, uh, check out the merch at therealblacktie.com this Sunday. You can check uh, my website, smallbossthedon.com. You can follow me everywhere at smallbossmc. That's S-M-A-L-L-B-O-S-S-M-C everywhere. Yeah, hit me up, man. Hit me up Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. And we'll link all your stuff in the description as well so they can find it. And just a reminder, anybody who's in the area, Friday, February 15th, Doors open at 7 p.m. Caffeine Underground in Brooklyn, and yes, uh, tickets. Four seven. I think it's uh yeah. Tickets are Four. on your link. Uh, yep, from smallboss.eventbrite.com. You can get the tickets at smallboss.eventbrite.com, and if you are in the area and uh, want to come through, definitely pull up to the Caffeine Underground in Brooklyn on February 15th. We appreciate you, man. Thank you so much for coming on. Thanks so much, guys. I appreciate it. Have a good one, brother. Have a good one. Later. Peace. What a conversation. What a what a what a human being. Oh my. What a human being. A lot of insight. Gives a lot of insight into the music industry, music game. Just raised the bar for all of our other friends of the show. Boy, we we're gonna have to bring people back on, like re-interview them. I don't know. It's pretty tough to compete with that guy. Bill O'Brien definitely could. Thriller ninety six is up there, man. Yeah. He, you see that just nice small just throw in of when the inspiration question came up and he was just like God is my inspiration. Yeah, man, a th- that's a good dude. What a guy, that, bro. Like I said before, even if I didn't like know him, I mean I still don't like know know him, but like if I never talked to him in my life, like I probably still would listen to his music. Like his music's fucking good. It's good shit, dude. Wild, wild conversation. Everything will be on the description about uh, where you can check him out on all his links, yep. where you can find his merch coming out Sunday. I'm all over that. I'm going to be all in that fucking website. I'm really hoping we can get some uh, nice sleeveless hoodies. Maybe. Maybe. He said maybe. It's maybe. A two sleeveless hoodie exclusive just for us. Maybe like a red sleeveless hoodie with just a black tie. That would be fire. That would look pretty sick. 
We we gotta we gotta copyright that so he doesn't steal it. <laughs> so his producer so his producer so doesn't the steal producer it from doesn't us. Steal it again. Oh my god, dude, that's fucking wild. That yeah, fuck that guy. That is some wild, shit. some wild shit. Fuck, dude, I would be pissed if I was. I would, oh, oh, I'll start murking people. Oh, right. we appreciate anybody who listened today because we're done though. Donzo. Donzo. This is episode 9 or episode 10? This is episode 10. 10. 10. 10. The big 10. Hit double digits, bro. My uniform number, baby. Shit. The big 10. 10 episodes. Yeah. Feels like we started yesterday. Yeah. No, it doesn't matter. No, not really. (laughs) (laughs) Damn, 10. Bro, we've been doing this for fucking 10 episodes now. Yeah, 10 weeks already. Can't believe people are still listening to this shit. I can't either, cause we, <laughs> cause we're fucking retarded. Uh, yeah, but it helps because we have like people like like small balls. Some yeah, we have great well, friends have, of the show. Yeah, that's what, th- those are the people who are really keeping the show alive. We're yeah. just kind of here to the people. Delegate. The people don't really come for us; they no. come for the friends of the show. That's why uh, when we put out an episode just ourselves, just nothing happens. Pretty no much listens to it. Yeah. Friends of the show are the best people in the world, and we appreciate them. And we appreciate you guys for listening. Hell yeah. Um, soon to come is a legend in the uniform of sports. You know who it is, Kenny? Derek Jeter come on the show? No. Phil Hecken. Oh, boy. UniWatch on Twitter, UniWatch online, uh, the blog, the other man, uh, who does it with him is always on ESPN doing stuff. Um, Phil Hecken is going to be a new friend of the show coming on very soon. That's going to be a conversation. We need some questions for him. Hit us up with some questions on Twitter, Instagram. We need some uniform email. questions. You know, what's favorite logo? What's your favorite logo? We can uh, bring them up. What was your favorite uniform choices? And what were your least favorite? We're gonna need some. We're gonna need some good uniform questions. We can ask him what his favorite dinosaur was since he was alive when they were around. Yeah. Yeah down for it shout out phil heck and he's coming <laughs> on soon um again thanks for everybody for listening thank you guys uh as always we appreciate you you guys bloody are bloody legends. legends and uh small boss the don bloody legend for coming shout on out. today big shout out guys um, are fucking guys that i don't even know i don't even have a word to describe him an amazing not, he's human not even being. a legend he's amazing human being what's 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 the next level to legend i don't know heroic we could we can put him in a heroic, heroic category. Small boss heroic. All right. Catch you guys next week. Peace.